listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. What smells so bad? It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now here's your hosts, Nick Stevenson yeah, and buddy. Chris Clark. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening or watching in the world, welcome to episode 20, the season premiere of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. We are coming to you from Studio A in Deer Park, Texas. Finally. It's finally done. (laughs) Oh, shit. Other than that, ain't a damn thing changed. (laughs) My name's still Nick Stevenson, and I am just one of your gracious and humble hosts. Sitting directly across from me is the hype gorilla himself. Christopher Clark, what it do, baby? What's up, my brother? Man, look at us. Look Literally, at this. look at us. Look, look at this. this. Okay. Look at this. Okay. I can probably could drop a few, but other than that, man, <laughs> still look good. Still look good. Looking like a house in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> brother, it has been what feels like an eternity since we sat down and did this, man. I, I know. It's, it's fucking once crazy. Once again, here's what I discovered about you and me. I discovered we suck at predicting timetables. We just need to cut that shit out right now. <laughs> just stop. Yeah. Because we told everybody we'd be gone for a month. And in our usual fashion, <laughs> two months later, you know, <laughs> here we are. But, brother, I, when we did our practice episode, I talked about that feeling that we get when we're finally sitting in this motherfucker. I like, know. I know. We, we did know. this, bro. Yep. And to think about where we came from. I mean, we thought we'd be doing this from the jump, and we had no idea. Like, yo, this we put in the work well, to do dude, this, man. Uh, to be to be fair, when we first started this motherfucker, we came off guns of fucking blazing, oh, yeah. you know, and uh, quickly realized that that yeah. <laughs> putting this bitch Absolutely. up was not going to happen as quick as we. You thought know it who was. we have to thank for that? <laughs> <laughs> the hype gorilla was, was ready, man. But you know, I I just been. As, as, as soon as we started this and we got into the groove and we realized, okay, this is going to take some time. I've just been thinking about this moment yep. ever since. Yep. The sense of pride I have sitting in here, man. I know. And we've had so much support from our good friends and our family. And to all the returning spirit sniffers, thank you so much. Uh, welcome to episode 20 and season two of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. If you're a newcomer, Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about us. My name's Nick Stevenson. Like I said, this is my brother-in-law, Chris Clark. And uh, we're just a couple guys who like to get together and shoot the shit. And uh, if you get to know us, it won't take long for you to realize we're not about all the negativity. No, sir. Um, no. We're, not, we're not trying to hear all that. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chris Clark here is, is the hype gorilla himself because he's <laughs> the one who's going to get... I get. If you haven't done it yet, add him on Facebook. And make him your top follow. And every morning <laughs> when you wake up, go read something Chris Clark has posted is motivational. He's going to get some positivity crammed down your motherfucking <laughs> yes, throat. Absolutely. He's going to stick a fire under your ass. And that's the reason we're here. Um, I had been thinking about doing a podcast for a very long time, as I've stated uh, many times before. And this is the guy who, who made it happen. So we're happy to be here. We want to raise the bar. We've included now uh, a video into our production and uh, that was an entirely new, I, I mean, I felt like I was starting over again from oh, scratch, absolutely. man. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and, for sure. you know, I've, I was just feeling like we had got the hang of doing the audio part. And, and then you throw a whole other fucking <laughs> wrench into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy, man. But it's been fun. I get excited. I tell people when I leave work all the time, I'm going to do my real job now. <laughs> um, yeah. It's been super exciting, and I'm really glad to be here, man. So let's get into it. We, so we said we're going to be off for a month. This is two months later since we ended, but I think the actual time off lasted about a week. Yeah, before it was time to get to work. There was a shitload that went in behind the scenes. (laughs) Yeah, how to get this thing going. Not to mention that, but also all of your other endeavors. Mm -hmm. um, You know, taking care of your backyard. I mean, you were off. How long were you off of work? Thirteen weeks, dude. Thirteen weeks. And let me tell you something. What I learned from that is I am nowhere ready to fucking retire. (laughs) I'm telling you, bro, yeah. thir- 13 yeah. weeks and about six grand later. Right. Dude, my wheels were fucking spinning. Yeah. My, yeah. I'm, I'm not playing. I was sick and tired of being in this fucking house. Yeah. I was sick and tired of fucking working in the backyard. Like, I just, you can't go nowhere. You can't fucking do nothing. Yeah. About two weeks into it, I told Haley, I'm so ready to go back to work. And it's funny because we were on vacation a few weeks ago, and, or last week, and my boss called me. Yeah. Had a couple questions about some parts he ordered. 
I said, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good to hear from you. Start getting teary-eyed. Like, man, I can't. You better have a laundry list of shit for me to do when I get back because I'm coming in guns a fucking that blazing. That is hilarious. I'm ready. Yeah, man. It's uh, We did our last episode. First of all, everybody who tuned into the um, finale and listened to me half asleep <laughs> drag my ass through that thing, we appreciate it very much. Um I was very proud of how that how that came out. You, you should know, be looking back on everything we did, man. Like as I've said it many times before, like we we did good. Yeah, we did good. And uh, this this year is going to be about raising the bar. But April twenty sixth was when our last episode came out, mm-hmm. and all fucking hell broke loose <laughs> in the world after that. And you know you you know us because um, there's a lot of a lot of it is negative stuff. Yeah, and you guys know us. That's that's not our mo. Um, this, this podcast is a distraction from all the things going on in the world. And we're going to have serious conversations. You know, we want to, we want to have interesting and productive conversations, but we're not going to argue people's politics. We're not going to argue religion and who's right and who's wrong. We're going to try to expose our listeners and ourselves to new ideas. And it's actually kind of funny that you say, when you say no politics, because on all the previous posts that we've done on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. Like, all right, season two is coming up. What are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Yeah. On every single one of those posts, man, somebody came up and was like, politics. Why don't y'all talk politics? Why, right. don't, why don't y'all talk shop? It's politics. Uh, I don't know, man. Politics is like the new celebrity. I it, it, hate It's it. crazy. I, I, I'm with you, man. You know that. And. My thing is, is there's a lot of issues that happen in the world that really don't have to be political. Like we can face those issues head on. Of course. And it don't have anything to do with your politics, but almost everything is made political. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, So, like I said, man, all hell broke loose when we left. Um, I think COVID-19 was a minor annoyance to us. When we were finishing our last few episodes, we ended up having to yeah, do yeah. stuff over the phone, but it didn't really turn into the, at least I, I didn't see what it's turned into coming. No, I didn't. I did not either. COVID-19, regardless of how you feel about it, there's no doubt about it. It has turned into something that's political. I don't understand how people getting sick can turn political, but that's the you, that's, dude. You said it yourself two seconds ago. Everything in this that's world what we live is, in. Every, is political. Everything's it's political. political. Fucking and stuff. you know, I, I think the major theme when we discuss some of these issues we were talking about earlier, like I don't care where you come on this side, like you just got to be better than we've been. I, yes. I've seen people shaming people for not wearing masks, shaming people for wearing masks, calling people idiots, stupid, comparing them to communist regimes, like. And then shaming other people for following guidance that they're mm-hmm. given. Like, why don't people just do you? Just do you. Dude. The, the political part about it is what really bothers me. Because I think we, I think it's fair to say we have a section of people who believe that the scare of COVID-19 is politically aimed at a certain someone. Of course. And then we have another group of people who are using their dissatisfaction with the response to COVID-19 yeah. as a political, yeah, of course. they're shooting shots. So that that's how it happened. And what people are forgetting is like, hey, in the midst of all this, like people are getting sick. Yeah. People are dying. Yeah. You and I know one personally. Yes. Who recently just passed away. Like however you feel about it. Um, and, and there's some other topics that we're going to bring up as well, that it's the same thing. We got to start, stop seeing the world only through our worldview and realize that like other people live in this world and yeah. other people have different points of view yeah. and different circumstances. And maybe what you're doing isn't affecting you and that's all that matters to mm. you, but you got to understand like, it's not just about you. Yeah. Okay. Um, when it comes to a lot of these things. So I wanted to talk about some of the current events, the, the coronavirus thing we'll get to in a minute. Um, all hell broke loose after the death of George Floyd. And that's when, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement really started moving forward again. And then once again, you had a situation where people on one side who don't agree with the other. Mm-hmm. And rather than sitting down, having a conversation, listening and saying, hey, tell me what this is really about. Yeah. Everybody has a preconceived notion. It doesn't matter. You can't have a discussion. No. And right. it really saddens me because we've talked about this before. 
I'm one of those people who, when I look at the situation, first of all, what happened to George Floyd was horrible. It doesn't matter what color of skin he had. No. It was horrible. And before and before we proceed with this. Yes, sir. I have never, I have not spoken to any person mm-hmm. who said that that was justified, who yeah. said that that was okay. Not at all. Not one, even, even throughout all the fucking craziness um, through Facebook. I have not seen what, me, this is me personally. I'm sure right. it, it could be out there. Yeah, but, it's probably, yeah. Oh, I've seen a lot of people, what's really irritating about instances like this when people want to bring up a person's past. Don't give a fuck. And that That is fucking completely irrelevant yeah. to what was happening right yeah. then and right I, there. I ask anybody, if somebody put a gun to your head and started going through a list of your transgressions, and the second they came up on one, they're putting a bullet in your head, who of us is going to survive? No, nobody. Nobody. Okay? And it's really irrelevant to, to the conversation. But I agree with you. I think the large consensus with that was what happened to George Floyd was... Fucked was, up. Was terrible. Yeah. Okay? And... That's about the only part people agreed on after that. Yeah. Um, so I talked about uh, many times before how you have two extremes and nobody's really talking to one another to meet in the middle. And that mm-hmm. leaves people like myself. And I think it's people like you sort of alienated. Yeah. Because I'm one of those people. I can say to you, black lives matter. Yeah. Of course. And I can also say to you that not every cop is a racist who's hunting black men. Yep. And that not every cop is, is a bad person. And that disassembling, uh, disassembling police altogether is not a solution to this problem. No. Um, I'm, I'm a person who can tell you that it's wrong to root. To, I'm sorry, it's wrong to loot and riot and tear shit up. And I can also be a person who tells you, but you know what? You don't know what that person's feeling. Now, make no mistake about it. I'm not condoning that. I know there are people out there who are just wanting to get TVs and, and wanting to bust shit up. That's my thing. That that's my thing with the looting. Right. You're shitting on the cause, man. Mm-hmm. You're shitting on that. You're 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 shitting on a movement that has so much momentum and so much passion behind it. Yeah. And you're you're fucking breaking into Target and stealing TVs. Yeah. But let me tell you what the problem is. You can't say that without somebody saying, "Oh, well, you're racist." Of course. Of course. And me or and you you're say, white, you don't have the right to tell us what that, we should that. and shouldn't do. And and you know what? I'll accept that fact because you're right. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it feels like. I I can't imagine myself in a situation like that. Yeah. I can't. I can try to all day long. Mm-hmm. But I cannot. I can't I, I can't. It's right. physically impossible, right? Yeah. When we discussed this first episode, uh-huh. I was so skeptical. I was so I think you were pretty. I don't know. Terrified I don't, about. I don't like this idea. Yeah. I don't like the idea of publicizing my opinion. Yeah. Because and and we're not going to harp on it too long. No, no, no. I think it's just no. important with our platform. Like we can't live with our heads in the sand. Of course. So we'll we'll talk about it briefly and then we'll turn the page. But go yeah. ahead. I I don't know, man. It's hard to. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to because get... you you want to be able to say how you feel without getting ostracized for it. I'm because you, you're dude. saying what you feel. Uh, this is what I do know. You're saying what you feel, and you're pre-qualifying with, look, this is just my experience. Yes. This is all I know. I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong. I'm just telling you what I know and yeah. what I feel. And the problem is, is if someone disagrees with you, they're not going to, most people are not going to hold your hand and say, well, Chris, let me explain to you. Exactly. They're just going to tell you you're racist, you're and an they're idiot. They're going to fucking tear you apart. They're going to tear you apart. And I've watched it happen over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. man. Like, these people will voice their opinions, and they're fucking Facebook pages that have five-star ratings mm-hmm. that have been going for five or six years now yeah. with one negative review. They, right. po- they post their opinion online, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Guess what happens in fucking two hours? Yeah. They screenshot it. They send it to one of these fucking groups, and then guess what? Here comes yeah. the fucking bad reviews. They just they trash it. Yeah, and and man, it just it makes me so uneasy. It sheds light on a on a much bigger problem. And I, and I'm, when I say a much bigger problem, let me just say this. I said earlier, I can tell you that Black Lives Matter. Of course, and I understand what that means. Of course, right now there's a lot of people who don't really understand that me what that means, and it's gotten a bad rap. There's another section of people who just don't care to know what it means. Yeah. They have an idea in their mind of what it means, and that's it. Um, you'll have to forgive us if you can hear the neighbors cutting the grass. <laughs> the <yard crew. laughs> 
Um, so, but what I was saying is that I, I can say that unequivocally, and I know what it means. And yeah. I've caught myself trying to explain to other people who don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I've I've done it a few times on the on the platform of Facebook. I'm gonna say it one time here so that everybody knows how I feel about it. And like I said, we we can turn the page and. We might have some guests come in that that the subject comes up later, but here's the deal. Black Lives Matter is the only movement I can think of that people actively try to dismantle just the idea of it. Yeah. For, forget if you disagree with, because um, there's a group, they're, they're not called Black Lives Matter. I think they're called Advocates for Black America or something like that. Mm. But hashtag Black Lives Matter is their, is their theme, their movement. Yeah. And so many people have associated the looting, the rioting, there's been cops murdered, there's been businesses destroyed, there's been business owners attacked. People are associating the phrase, yeah. the statement, Black Lives Matter, which is a true statement, with those actions. Mm -hmm. And they're not separating the two. Now, some, they just don't have the experience. You don't know what you don't know. I think we live in a society where even though segregation ended in the 60s, for the most part, people stick with people who look like them. Yeah. It's just a fact. It's an unfortunate fact. And for those who don't, I think they have a higher level of understanding of other people's worldview. Mm -hmm. But let me, let me explain something to the people who aren't refusing to get it, who maybe want to get it and just haven't. I, I've never seen a movement where people come and deflect and try to take attention away from it. Yeah. If I say Black Lives Matter unequivocally someone will come well all lives matter of course which i'm not going to automatically assume you're racist because you said all lives matter mm -hmm. because all lives matter is a true statement yes if you agree that all lives matter then you agree that black lives matter because black lives are a part of all lives and say what you will the history of this country for a long time black lives didn't matter yeah and sometimes things happen today that are a painful reminder of our history mm -hmm. and it's something that shouldn't be happening. Yeah. So there's a section of people who've decided that's what they want to advocate for. I want to advocate for young black men and women to not be senselessly killed by law office, law enforcement or by just regular old Joe with a gun who thinks he's a cop, a cop citizens arrest. So those people decided to advocate for that. Now, when they say black lives matter, Nowhere in that statement does it mean that only, only black lives matter and Correct. other people's lives don't matter. Yes. They're advocating for something that touched and affected them. Yeah. I've likened this to people who like to advocate for other types of things. See, when you said that the other day, that fucking stuck with me. Yeah. That people really who like... advocate for childhood cancer, St. Jude's Hospital. Yeah. Nobody ever walks into St. Jude's and starts yelling at the doctors. Well, why are you only treating kids? Adults get cancer, too. Yeah. When the most popular sport in our country, the NFL, every October, they don pink. They wear pink socks, pink headbands, whatever. Yeah. To raise awareness for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I've never seen anybody come out and be like, well, what about colon cancer? My grandmother died of colon cancer. Yeah. She had breast cancer, but what eventually killed her was colon cancer. Mm -hmm. It didn't offend me that the NFL is raising awareness about breast cancer. Yeah. I understand that there are other cancers and they're all a problem. But if someone wants to advocate for something specifically that affects them, let them fucking advocate. Let them do it. And if you don't agree with it, go somewhere else. Keep walking. Keep going. There's no okay. reason to dismantle the movement. And understand the difference between people who are really suffering with this issue and want to raise awareness mm -hmm. to it to people who have hijacked this movement. And like I said, I've never seen a movement in this country that has been hijacked by so many more pe so many people. Yeah. You have the people who claim to be fighting for justice, but they're really just out there tearing shit up. Yeah. We talked about them. Then you have these um what should I call them? Self-righteous Caucasian people mm -hmm. who have hijacked their movement to really advance their own agenda. Um then you have people who just want to dismantle the whole thing altogether. Yeah. Because it makes them uncomfortable for some reason. Yeah. And that's what I would, instead of, if you feel that discomfort, instead of pushing it away and trying to discredit it, why not just ask a few questions? Try to figure it out. Maybe, maybe if you ask a few questions, 
you'll realize that you feel similar to the way they feel. Yeah. Maybe you disagree with how they're bringing attention to it. Mm-hmm. And this is what I said. Look, I don't agree with looting and rioting. Since it happened, um, what, what, what kills me is that there were some peaceful protests that happened, you know, a few years ago that people had a problem with that too. So it's like, do you really have a problem with the protest or do you just not like the message? Yeah. And if you don't like the message, maybe you need to understand that there's different worldviews than yours. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That, that message doesn't resonate with you, but you are one person yeah. of millions of people in this country, mm-hmm. billions of people on this earth. Like talk to somebody. Before you decide, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Okay, anybody can Google up some t- statistics and organize them in a way that's going to make them look right. And I people f- love to do that. I fucking hate statistics. <laughs> right. I fucking Everybody hate loves that. the statistics. Except for, you know, what's funny about that is in sports, like when statistics started to become a very huge thing, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, well, statistics don't tell you the whole story. Yeah. You know, there's a human element. Yes, there's a human element in humanity. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you right now that a person who is advocating for young black women and men to not be senselessly killed by law enforcement or other people, that is a real thing. Yeah. Is it the most important issue in the world? Well, nobody can decide that because that's for you to decide for you. Personal. But let that person advocate for it. Of course. Okay. If they're not tearing up your shit and coming. Okay. And can we please, can we please... In every group of people, we know that there's some shitheads, okay? Yes. If you can look at the KKK burning crosses, wearing crosses on their uniforms, if that's what you want to call them, on their horses, if you can look at them and say, you know what, I separate them from true Christianity, then be able to look at looters and rioters who are just trying to get attention and separate that from the actual matter at hand. Yeah. Okay? Saying Black Lives Matter is not saying that no one else matters. Of course. It's saying we matter too. And I guarantee you there's a certain section of black people when they say black lives matter, they're not just reminding you, they're reminding themselves. Yeah. Because they feel disheartening and they feel like maybe they don't matter. And so they have to stand up and say, hey, we matter. Mm -hmm. When you say all lives matter, like I said, for the most part, when I see that, I think people just don't get it. I don't think they're trying to be hateful. I don't think they're trying to be spiteful, but there is a certain section of people who they don't, they just don't want to hear it. Yeah. They don't, they already have it in their mind. This is, this Set is what it stone. is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And that's the biggest message that I wanted to talk about in this. And unfortunately that's the people fucking having a pissing contest on Facebook. Yes. It's people who guys, are- Facebook is not a snapshot of the world. I hope everyone no. realizes that um, there is a silent majority. I like to think that I'm a, Okay. I'm not silent majority. I would call myself the quiet majority. I'm I'm not completely silent. Every now and again, I'll get out there and try to I try to talk to people on opposite sides and bring them together. Yeah. It's a disheartening thing to do, bro, cuz it rarely happens. Yeah. It I does. told you about a conversation that I had. I was really trying to talk to this guy and he just kept responding, "I'm not reading your messages. You're wasting your time. You're the problem." And why? Like, like fucking why? <laughs> why can't you yeah. just shut up? Yeah. And let you type your fucking comment, and mm-hmm. re- you don't even have to respond to it. Yeah. Why put all that shit in that comment section? Yeah. Like it's you, just you just look like a it's fucking just fool. Up, it's stirring up the pot. And conversely, um, a good friend of ours and a listener, Thomas Pittman, he posted something on Facebook that kind of had me feeling a certain type of way. Mm. So I started talking to him about it. I didn't come out and blazing, "Oh, you're an idiot" or "You're stu-. like." Yeah. I just course. started asking him questions because I wanted to get him involved and find out exactly where his mind is. Yeah, was. of course. And um, what was beautiful about that conversation to me is it never got belligerent. We definitely had some disagreements in it. And at the end of it, I think we both came a little bit closer on what we were. I understood where he was coming from a little bit more and he understood where I was coming from. And I told him, I said, Thomas, it's not that fucking I said, hard, Thomas, dude. we can sit down and have a beer anytime you want, brother. It's not that fucking because hard. Because I know no matter what the conversation is at the end of it, we're going to have respect for one another. And, and that is what is lacking right now. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, your worldview is not the only worldview that exists. Yep. Instead of fighting tooth and nail to be right and to try to change someone else's mind, just sit back for a minute and listen. Chris, you talked about it in our very first episode where you said, Haley taught you to listen, not to respond, yeah. but to actually hear people. Mm-hmm. 
Nobody does that anymore, man. No, fuck no. It's so it's disheartening and trust me, we we've lamented <laughs> we've lamented our social media pet peeves before. <laughs> and I told you, look, man, I used to be mad when I saw a bunch of people screenshotting their DMs and talking about how men aren't shit. Bro, I love those posts. Now, I'm going around looking for those. Like, hey, because it's not about politics. It's not about calling one side stupid, one side an idiot. Like, I'm looking for those. I'm like, I'm getting it all up in the comments. Like, you know what? They ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you, sis. (laughs) Snaps to that. It's crazy, man. And, dude, at the end of the fucking day, at the end of the fucking day, if people would just open their ears. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything nice to say, just like a touch in fucking kindergarten. Just fucking move on. Don't fucking say it. Don't fucking say it. It's so easy now to respond to everything, man, because it's it's in your hand. Of course. Everybody's hiding behind a fucking screen. You see it and you go. Yep. And yep. it's it's sad, man. And look, there's 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 the biggest problem, there's a humanity problem. Of course. Okay. And that's connected to that. that's connected to what happened to George Floyd. That's connected with people who are fighting over this coronavirus as if it's something meant to divide us. Um, everything has to be political. There's no middle ground. And we've, we've lamented that before. But one of the reasons we wanted to get on this platform is to start having conversations. Yeah. Let's, when, we, when we brought on Courtney, you and I both had a preconceived notion yeah. about addiction. Mm-hmm. To us, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Right? That mm-hmm. was our experience. Because we've never dealt with it. I specifically brought Courtney on because I wanted to hear somebody who's dealt with it. Yeah. Tell me their story. Yeah. Like educate me, help me. And between her and some other people that we know who've dealt with similar things, I've softened on that considerably. Yeah. You know, I used to be like, oh, addiction's not a disease because that was my worldview. Yeah. That's a choice. Okay. Well also what is a choice is the way you eat and how you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, you could possibly develop type 2 diabetes. Nobody treats people with type 2 diabetes like it was a choice and it wasn't a disease. Because, yes, they made bad choices, but now they have something that they can't get rid of. Yeah. And that's how I see people with addiction now. It started with some bad choices, but now it's something they can't get rid of. Yeah. And they need help to do it. And I just... I hate to sound like toot our hormone, but the world just needs more of us, man. <laughs> <laughs> the world fucking needs more of us. And that's that's one of the main reasons we started see, this I podcast, I bro. I don't even think they need more of us. I genuinely think if people would just be fucking nice to each other. Yeah. Just be nice. Be polite. Be courteous. Hi, that's what I'm saying. How they need you? to be like us. Like, just... <laughs> it's simple. It's yeah. not fucking difficult, man. It's not yeah. hard to be nice. No, it is not. And, and if you can't be nice, don't fucking say anything. Yeah. What is I a pissing match on Facebook doing for you personally? Yeah. All it's doing is getting your fucking blood pressure up. It's pissing you off and it's have, getting you fucking yeah. trouble having sleep. What wow. movie was that? Bambi? I just stumbled all over those fucking words. <laughs> <laughs> you was preaching. That's I was preaching was that. But, <laughs> but no, when I say the world needs more us, I just wish more people could see the world the way we see it. And. This is coming from a guy who, there was a time that was not your M.O. It was your way or the highway. <laughs> and Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it, I hate, oh, I fucking hate looking at 18-year-old Chris. Yeah. I want to grab that motherfucker and I just want to choke him and smack him around like, you fucking dumb sack of shit. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I feel you on what that. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just had this fucking mentality of me. It was yeah. me. Me and mine. That was it. That's what mattered. Right. And as I grew older, man, as 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 these fucking blinders that were on me started to go like this, yeah. my fucking, my world just opened up, The man. world has a lot of views, man. It does. And you don't, it doesn't have to be all about the individual. And it's, you know. Dude, it's a, it's okay to fucking disagree with somebody. Right. No one, you're, you're. To find somebody with the exact same opinion as you mm-hmm. is few and fucking far between. Yeah. The difference is, how does that conversation end? Yeah. Are you fucking raging mad? Or are you mm-hmm. going to shake hands and fucking brush it off and walk away from it? Yeah. And if you're mad, I think you didn't do enough listening. I agree. If you're mad. I agree. You, you're, you probably got yourself more riled up than anything. Yeah. You didn't do enough listening to that other person. Mm-hmm. And I know this because I've experienced it. Like. 
I, I've talked, I've, I've been that way before in the past, hard-headed, not wanting to listen. And yeah. I used to think I was always right. Some people tell me I still think that, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's the same thing with this coronavirus thing, man. Everybody has their own personal feelings and personal choices on how they want to protect themselves or not protect themselves. Of course. And it's really, dude, I told you that the world kind of feels like everybody's still in high school. Yeah. Like you can't, you have to put yourself in a box. Mm. Like I'm, I'm with these people and we believe you're not supposed to wear a mask or I'm with these people and we think you're a bad person if you don't wear a mask. Like, here's the deal. I choose to wear a mask for this reason. I've been considered an essential air quotes worker um, since the whole thing started. Get you a badge. <laughs> yeah. So I've been going to work every day and I've been exposed yeah. to God knows who, who's been exposed to God know what. Yeah. And I have a child at home with asthma. I have another child who once got just the regular ass flu and almost died from it. Yeah. So I'm concerned about not bringing things home and giving it to them. Of course. Um, when I go out in public, I wear a mask because I don't want to pass stuff off to other people. Yeah. I go into Walgreens and I see 80 year old man picking up his medication and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't yeah. want to cough on this guy, but the, the, I can't believe how divisive this issue has become. Like if you don't want to wear a mask, just don't fucking wear a mask and you don't have to go around and telling the world I'm not wearing a mask. Like we see you, bro. You don't have to tell me you don't have a mask on. Cause I see your mouth moving as you're saying, <laughs> I'm not going to wear a mask. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's cool, man. Like, but if you see somebody not wearing a mask, don't go lambast that person either. You know what you do? Stay six feet away from the motherfucker and walk yep. the opposite direction. Yep. It's so hard. And I hate to get biblical, but there's a scripture. And I, trust me, I can't. I haven't memorized the Bible. But it talks about pointing out the straw in your brother's eye when you have a rafter in your eye. Mm -hmm. Most people who are constantly pointing at other people at what they're doing wrong or what about them is not right. They yeah. got a problem with themselves. Of course. That of course. they don't want to address. Yes. Okay, and so it makes us feel better sometimes to be like, oh, look at that guy. He's not wearing a mask. Yeah. He must not care about people. Yeah. Oh, he calls himself a Christian, but he's not wearing a mask. Like, come on. It's like that fucking group I sent you the other day. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I meant to put that picture up. I'm going to put Hold the on. picture. I got it. I got it. I Post-production. No, I'm going to put it on the screen. Oh, you okay. send it to me. I'm going to put you. it on the screen so people can see this. See this is a called. real group. What are they called? The covid COVID callouts for businesses. COVID callouts. Bitch. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with these? And there is. There's like 4,000 people on th there. 3,100 members. Oh, my God. And that man. was four days ago. So what do they do? I'm not even about to fucking join that group. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm assuming they go around and be like, oh, this business isn't enforcing mask policy. Yes. Yeah. And then try to get them fucking shut down. Yes. That's when that's when Turner did that shame list or whatever. I yes. think that's when that got all riled up. And okay. Okay. They're trying I, to have their fucking moment. Dude, I just, I have a couple of, I, I took some snapshots of some really just dumb stuff that I saw. Uh -huh. And it's dumb. I don't, I'm not taking sides on this, but like people who just want to present their opinions and often uneducated opinions as fact, like this golden nugget right here. Let me pull this up really quick. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, radio or listening audience is going to have to bear with me. I'm pulling up a meme, and some brilliant scientist created it, I'm sure. <laughs> it says, if a fart can get through two ass cheeks, underwear, and jeans, what makes y'all think a virus can't get through your mask? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Bro. Hey man, he's, he's probably an educated doctor who's done several years of first med of school. all. First of all, I'm pretty sure when I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I pulled this off of Facebook, the, po on a the post read, "Wake up, people!" <laughs> I love that wake guy, up. the wake up people guy. First of all, I'm awake. I've been awake since 4:30 because I have a job and I went to work today. I worked. I ate some lunch. I went home. I kissed my wife and my kids. Like I have a life. I'm not going around arguing with people about stupid shit. I've been awake, yeah. bro. Yeah. Wake up, people. Is there anybody out there? If you have, please message me. Send us a message through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our email, whatever. Is there anyone out there? Whoever saw a meme and just suddenly had an epiphany, like, whoa. Can you video shop or video <laughs> lights in front of me? 
everything I ever thought about life was wrong. And I just learned that from, from this meme. meme. This is our Encyclopedia Britannica, people. <laughs> this is the era we live in. Wake up. People are sharing memes <laughs> as arguments to make their points valid. <laughs> like, you realize some dude who lives in a barn somewhere probably <laughs> made this on a smartphone he found in the garbage. Like you it's, have it. Look, it's classy. It's got little umbrellas. <laughs> I like it. If it's, a fart it's very well can get together. through two ass cheeks and underwear and jeans, what makes y'all think it can't get through your mask? Okay. Um, I don't know if I have it in the computer, but I'm going to go ahead and pull up uh, the states of matter. You guys familiar with those? <laughs> okay. There are four states of matter. There are gas. There is liquid. There is solid and there are plasmas. Okay. Your flatulence is a gas. So it is able to travel through your two ass cheeks, your underwear, <laughs> and your and bridges. Your um, COVID-19 travels in liquid, people. So <laughs> unless you're shitting straight through all of that, <laughs> then this is a really bad analogy. And let's just stop. Like, somebody thought it was important enough to prove a point of that they made that. Of course. Like, bro, even if that's true, like, let me wear my damn mask. Y'all are all up in arms about freedom, right? Well, if you got the fucking freedom not to wear it, you, you got gotta, the freedom to fucking wear it. There you go. Thank okay? You. Preach, bro. Like, Preach. chill. Chill the chill. fuck out. Chill and out. you know what? Somebody's going to find out who's right and who's wrong. Because <laughs> either all the people who didn't wear masks are going to fucking die. <laughs> or all the people who wore masks are going to get the shit anyway. Or one day we're like, just let, just let people do them. Everybody, do you. Do you. Please. And stop fighting about it. It's just, ugh. It's frustrating, man. Okay, fuck all that noise. <laughs> we, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on the negative shit too much, man, because that has not been what, what we're about, and that's not been what's gotten us to to where we are now. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I didn't want to put our heads in the sand. Like, there's there's some crazy shit going on in the world, you know, since we oh, yeah. finished our last episode, and there's been some changes in our personal lives. Uh, I'm in the process of buying a house, sir. Finally. Finally, finally, old it's Joshua, all- old Joshua Beard selling me the American dream, <laughs> and um, I'm super excited, man. It's uh, I got. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. You scared me a little bit with your experience, <laughs> dude. I, when you when you were telling me your stories, and every time Whitney would bring up, hey, we want to like let's buy a house. I was like thinking about all of your horror stories, and I was like, maybe, maybe just I just. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just had a fucking... Because I was like, man, Chris has had his house for three years, and I don't think that motherfucker likes it that much. I, I tell somebody, everybody, you give me $250, i will start fucking moving. I'll get a truck goddamn tomorrow. Bro. Be out this it's, motherfucker. Um, it hasn't been that bad, man. I got to shout out my boy Josh Beard, though, man. He's... He's been really good. So, okay, this is... And I'm not saying your not, person was bad. No, but. no, no, no. But I think there's a ginormous difference... When it comes to full-time and part-time realtors. Yes. We used a part-time realtor. Oh, okay. He was phenomenal. It uh-huh. wasn't, I don't want to say there's anything, it wasn't anything on his end. It was more on the lending side. Right. When they're going through bank statements and they, I had to get a fucking notarized letter saying, why do I frequent Starbucks so much? <laughs> I literally had to fucking send a letter to the lender notarized that said, I drink Starbucks three times a week because I enjoy coffee <laughs> with a notary stamp on it. That yeah. is no shit. It is in my closing paperwork. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay. But did the notary sign that with a straight face? Like, fuck no. They looked at me like I had shit all over my face. Like, bitch, what are you doing? How much do you really fucking, how much Starbucks do you really fucking drink? Like, goddamn, bro. Yeah, man. Dude, it's. I, but I think that's what makes a ginormous fucking difference is when yeah. you have a realtor who does it full time. That's all they live and breathe is fucking real yeah. estate. Josh is great, man. And he he's a he's a negotiator. Him well, and Whitney I, get along for that. I'll tell you what, we walked in that fucking house on. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to name the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we left that bitch. I said, hey, he don't want that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I got first fucking dibs. You better start working on that prequel. Yeah, I'm, yeah, for sure. I'm in that shit. That Dude, we a- looked at we looked at almost twenty houses in three days. God, that shit was a pain in the ass. And that's by day three, I was like, yeah, I'm starting to get what Chris is talking about. Whoop, but, man! Uh, like you, I'm telling you, when I bought this house, when Haley and I bought this house, yeah, and I've told you this story. I'm going to tell it to our listeners. We had seen probably I don't know, fifteen. 
something like that. Mm-hmm. I have found my dream house, bro. Yeah. I found it. Uh-huh. It was in Laporte, waterfront property, three stories, two and a half acres of land, yeah. five car garage in the back. The bitch was listed for like one hundred seventy nine thousand. Okay, yeah. I I couldn't find nothing re- close completely to that, bro. fucking remodel. Like I don't know what the deal was with it. Yeah, I mean I know the flood insurance is about ten thousand a year. Right. When I started calling and checking on it, probably was haunted. Bro, I'm like walking through drool, like, like I just I couldn't. I was so fucking amped up, like I couldn't see straight. Like this is it. I wasn't even talking to Haley. I wasn't right. even asking her opinion. I was like, hey, let's go. Let's get this fucking paperwork signed. We're in the car, and she's like, Chris, I didn't really like that. And I just fucking whipped my head. You didn't like that? What? That was a fucking beautiful house. Like I couldn't. Yeah. And that dude, like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. That's if that's not gonna happen, yeah. then we'll just get. Whatever, you know, low key that we were talking about earlier, because that yeah. that amped me up, dude. I was, yeah, I was. Fucking, so you you I probably felt a little disheartened after that. Like, I did. And the, dude, the next, looking at houses is exhausting, man. I'm telling you, bro. The next day, we looked at five, mm-hmm. and this was our fourth one. The house we're in now. Yeah. We walked in. I heard her go, Chris. This took is your pen it. Out. <laughs> took your pen out. I go. The the owner was here, bro. Yeah. He was in the backyard working on his little trailer he had. Yeah. I walk in that backyard. My name's Chris Clark. How are you? What's it gonna take to buy this house? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you talking my realtor? I don't want nothing to fucking do with no goddamn realtor. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna accept from me? Right. What's it gonna take to pull that sign out of the yard? Dude, I've wanted to do that so bad. He's like, you pre qualified? I'm like, here's my letter. Yeah. Right here. And it was a top of our budget. Tip, mm-hmm. tip, top. Yeah. But he's like, we we came to an agreement. Yeah. Sign came out of the yard. Nice. Done. Over. Yeah, of course, that's when, the, that's when the realtor side stops. Right. And then the lending side picks up. And the, the realtor side is not what I had difficulty with. Right. It was the fucking lenders, bro, that just <laughs> every single yeah. fucking. I'm got, so scared to spend money, bro. I'll go buy a stick of bubble gum. I'm like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Let me find some change in the bottom of my <laughs> car. <laughs> Who buys a stick of bubble gum? Anyway, you get the, you get what I'm saying. But yeah. no. So on day three, man, we walked in the house that we finally put an offer on and still knocking on wood, man. They're still going through the process. Yeah. Um, but. I was in the house for five minutes, and I knew I was like, yeah, this is the one. Yeah. Because, dude, I mean, we live here in Deer Park, and I told Whitney, I'm not spending $300,000 on a house in Deer Park. Well, I was right. We spent two ninety nine. dollars But I just, dude, nothing was ready. Everything that was below that needed yeah. all kinds of shit done to it. Yeah. And for the bedrooms we were looking for, and yeah. so... Dude, three days will wear you down. I thought I was going to hang in harder than that. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it takes it out of you, bro. Dude, I was like, it okay, this is it. takes it out of you. This is it. This is the one. Because told, not told only are you sign. fucking looking at houses, you're on HAR yeah. for eight hours a day, mm-hmm. refreshing <laughs> that fucking button every 10 minutes. Yeah. What's yeah. going to pop up next? What's going to hit it's, next? It's going smooth. The experience, That's good. the experience with our lender and with our realtor, Josh Beard, shout out, um, has been very good. Now, I mean, Whitney, you know, you know how she is. She mm-hmm. stays on top of shit. Bro. Yeah, yeah. So um, we got an email from our lender wanting to get all that information you were just talking about, wanting us to send bank statements and stuff like that. And I looked at the long list and I was like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> yep. I was I was in the middle of taking a nap before going to work on nights. By the time I woke up, I probably took like a two hour nap. I was like, hey, Whitney, don't worry. I'm going to get all that stuff together. She's like, I already got it. Damn. <laughs> She's like, I just need you to come home and sign it real quick. I was like, damn. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she, she's on top of the shit, man. She's she's a good partner to go into business with yeah. if you're trying to buy a house, man. So we got that going on. Um, how the how the ventures, man, Falzo and, uh, and Farrah Dinkum? Man, they're, how's business going? At first, it was tough. Yeah. It was not... Like, I'm talking, we went from generating 15, 20 orders a week yeah. to fucking nothing. Yeah. I mean, stop in, in the fucking tracks. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, ooh, uh, okay, like, something's got to fucking change. Mm-hmm. So we did a bunch of uh, reconstructing on the Thalzo side. Okay. Got a new distributor. That's working out phenomenal. I mean, awesome. we, we used to have to drive to Dallas to get our filters. Right. Now they're being delivered to us. Oh, so sweet. that saves us a fucking ton of time. Awesome. Uh, 
So yeah, and it makes you more competitive in your market thing. Oh, absolutely. Can, oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, I saw you were in the uh, paper again. They kind of pulled the okie doke on you on that paper, though. It. <laughs> I mean, it was. Here's how I see it. Here's yeah. how, I, and they. So they tell, took, tell everybody what the headline read. You we were in the Houston Chronicle. Oh, again. everything was going great. Until COVID-19. Like, I was right. like, yeah, hold on, man. Like, because I was under the impression they were going to highlight Fair Dinkum and all the great work you're doing, which they did, but they they used a headline that was going to grab some attention. It's a media station, They bro. knew what they were doing. It's yeah. a media station, so, and they know how to get – it did drum up some business. It did, yeah. it did do well. That's good. The article did – how do I say this? It, it Like, what I said – was in the article. Right. They just add. So what I said was this. They added <laughs> yeah. this to what they I said. They added the COVID nineteen factor. Yeah. To, Which uh, I'm I'm appreciative. It's always good. Yeah, absolutely. To you know, get my name on stuff like yeah, that. All and price it, is good price. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. As far as the coffee goes, man, we just rolled out a. Well, not yet. It's coming. Here in probably about two weeks, we just rolled out a cold brew concentrate. They're like it's like a liquid. We're actually bottling it and sending it out like that. Um, You've let me try it. It's very good. Oh, dude. I'm a fan, sir. Um. I'm I, a fan. I love it. It is stout. <laughs> yeah. Stout, stout, stout. It'll put some hair on your back. <laughs> yeah. But the, the the idea is to pour a little bit in a cup, water it down, and then, make, yeah. you know, make it how you like it with cream or sugar or whatever. Um, so, man, I, I mean, you're still plugging along, man, doing the best you can. I mean. We do I, have another one coming up. Oh, go for it. No, I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm not saying nothing. But oh, just get ready. There you go. Just See, get ready. Chris, this is improvement just on get your ready. part. This is improvement on your part. Because I ain't saying nothing yet. <laughs> because you usually have no poker face, bro. You're like <laughs> turning red and getting excited right now. Anybody ever like poker with Chris? If he's got a good hand, his knees start shaking. Ugh. Every fucking time. <laughs> he gets so excited. And there were things we were doing for the podcast. And he's like, oh, can I post that on Facebook? And I'm like, bro, slow down. We got to let it trickle out. Keep him wanting more, bro. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like... But I this is this is improvement on your part because you held it in. You like I can see that you're excited though. <laughs> Practice and patience. But yeah, man, I mean with 13 weeks off, we knew you weren't gonna sit around and do nothing. No. And uh, you know, <laughs> I think at one point you were doing like six different things in your backyard all at the same time. <sighs> but uh hey man, idle hands are the devil's playground. So That's it. we gotta stay busy. We're we're trying to work hard on the podcast and work hard on your endeavors. Um, another thing that happened for us, we recently opened up the spirit swag store. So if you want to get some of these sweet t-shirts, you, you got to quit saying we, and you got to start saying you, because I didn't oh, do a on. fucking thing with that. This motherfucker spent three days on his goddamn website. And if you do anything, oh. but go check the website out, go look at yeah, it. Just look at the website. Phenomenal. At least it, admire it for me. Cause I did put it in turned out fantastic. <laughs> They I spent did a hell of a job. three days on that, <laughs> another four days on the finale. Uh, my wife was ready to kill me <laughs> by the time we got all that stuff done, man. But yeah, man, I mean, we want to give people an opportunity to represent this podcast, the podcast that is for the people, by the people. This is our podcast, and we appreciate so many of you who have already been supportive of us. We've gotten several orders in. We're ready to take more. Um, I will tell you there is a slight delay still because of COVID, but... Um, if you can just, uh, if you can have some patience, as we've been talking about, like yes. some zen-like patience, you'll get your spirit swag, man. And uh, we're proud of it, man. It, it really feels good to see other people ingratiate themselves yes. to what we're doing. Of course. And, you know, I've had, we have our friends and our family, and we love their support. But, like, when somebody, a complete stranger, that's, catches on yeah. to what we're doing, Hell that's yeah. the cool shit. Yeah. That's the cool shit. Our good friend, Tish, in Louisiana, who just got some of your uh, Fair Dinkum coffee, she left a review for us on Apple. And I go through, we're going to get in a minute to how we did on our, <laughs> how we did on our um, New Year's resolutions. One, okay. of my, one of my New Year's <laughs> resolution, I completely fucked up. <laughs> but... I like to go through and check our reviews and check yeah. our stats and see how we're doing. And somebody left a beautiful review from the state of Louisiana. And they said that they had seen us on the podcast we listened to group that we're a part of on Facebook. Okay. So I went searching, like, let me find this person. Yeah. I got to thank them personally. And the username was Tish, you, and then like a number. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't find anybody named Tish. Well, apparently she was using a different name. Uh, Long story short, I eventually get a hold of her. I'm like, hey, I think you're the person who left us this review. 
Like, thank you so much. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm kind of fangirling right now. I can't <laughs> believe y'all are calling us. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, thank you so much. Like, my wife's going to kill you for giving me a big head. But, I mean, that's just, just dope, man. And I want to shout out my boy Snapback T in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, he's a aspiring podcaster himself. Actually, he has his own podcast. And it's a, it's a really dope show. And he checks out our stuff. He, you know. What's the name of the show? It's called Holding Hands Podcast. Holden it's Hands. him and his significant other. I believe they are engaged to be married. Um, they're two. They're a couple out of Tallahassee. They're they they've been doing it for a little while. They're kind of really Some trying. Some Florida to, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hadn't friends. listened to none of the shit we was talking. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but they're starting to put their stuff together, yeah. man. And we pass ideas back and forth. And I tell people all the time, look, um, our buddy Chris Khan was working on a podcast when we started this, and it didn't take. We might not even be in the studio for yeah. all the learning that I had to do. If it hadn't been for him, um, it would have taken us a, long to, a, long, a lot longer to get this thing off the ground. So yeah. ever since he did that for us, I've really felt the need to, like, pay it forward. Yeah, of like, course. Like, if anybody who's aspiring to podcast has it's any so, questions. And that's with anything, man. It's so fucking important. Yes. It's so... It, when you learn something, pass it on. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> it's not hard. Yeah. That person is not coming at you competitively. Mm -hmm. Right. Dude, like the other day, I was scrolling through. I figured out on Facebook, I hate fucking Facebook ads. Yeah. Because I get the most random shit all the time. Right. Wish, fucking roofing companies. Like, I just, I, it's irrelevant, right? Yeah, you ever get those, like, weird sex toys? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what I've done, as I figured out, if if the sponsored ad comes through and it's coffee, I click on that bitch, and I scroll through, mm -hmm. and I'll hit a couple of their pages, like, 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 like. Yeah. Go back to my page, keep going. Right. Same thing with podcasts. Same mm -hmm. thing with HVAC, air filters, plumbing. If, it, yes. if, if it's something I like, well, now all my sponsored ads are fucking coffee and podcasts and Hell plumbing yeah. and HVAC. It's like <laughs> shit that I'm interested in. Right. Well, I ran across this company, and I think they only had like 917 people. I say only. They only, right. they had 917 people. It wasn't a ginormous coffee company, right? Yeah. Scrolling through their page. Simple little comment. Hey, scrolling through your shit. And it looks phenomenal. Like, whoever's doing y'all's media, whoever's doing y'all's social media presence is doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Keep it up. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Done. A few days later, get a message. Dude, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you came from, but thank you so fucking much. Like, that <laughs> meant so much to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple little shit like that. And then just little gave, tiny shit. And now chills. he's going to pass that forward to somebody else. Yes. He's going to see somebody who's trying to do something similar, and he's going to encourage them. Like, it's not that hard. And... Like I said, because of what Chris did for us, it's a no-brainer. Anytime anybody yeah. wants to – look, I don't, I'll tell people I don't know everything, but I've learned a lot, yeah. and I can help you. Of course. And you might teach me something in the course of us having of this conversation. So paying it forward with the podcast is something that is definitely important to me. And so I want to shout out to Snapback T. Um, so many of our good friends. These are, these are people we wouldn't know yeah. if it wasn't for this podcast. Yeah. My man Cisco, uh, Cuts by Cisco in Miami, Florida. He's a barber. Nice. who is on a podcast every now and again. And he reached out during season one, like just little shit like that, man. Yeah. Like the cool thing about this is you, you haven't reached, you can touch anybody in the world. Of course. This. And so that's why it's so cool. That's why I enjoy it so much. And speaking of paying it forward to any of you aspiring podcasters out there, we are giving you an opportunity to host our show for one episode. And we put out this promo via Facebook, and I realize that there's probably some people who <laughs> listen to us who do not use Facebook. Actually, I know for a certainty there's some people who refuse to get on Facebook yeah. that are listeners <laughs> to our show. And I, I love you, Facebook. I can't say I blame these people. But what we're doing, um, if you're not on Facebook, we'll have to find out some other way to get people involved in this contest. But if you are, what we would like you to please do is share the link to our website, with 15 of your friends. Get those 15 friends to tag us, Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. We have our own Facebook page. Tag that page in a post that says hashtag, hashtag podcast takeover and then the name of the person that you're voting for. Um, that's going to enter them into the contest to host this podcast for one episode. We're going to give them a custom promo video. We're going to give them a custom intro and outro. It's going to be their show. We will allow them to choose the content with some certain restrictions, you know, the normal content restrictions apply. Yeah. But if anybody thinks that they're interested in maybe starting a podcast, but doesn't know like, mm, how do I do it? 
look, we would love to help you. We'd love to let you come in and sit in this chair. Give me a break. It's cool. <laughs> I'll sit over there and there and watch you do your thing. And if you need a, if you have a question, ask me really quick. Um, but I think that'd be a really cool dynamic. Um, we have some very qualified people who have yeah. put their names in the hat so far. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so what we got? Spirit Swag Store. We're letting people host our show. What else are we doing? Ah, the, mm, two peas in a podcast. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> this two is crazy. Peas. In a podcast. This is this has been a fucking <laughs> wild experience. I'm not even about to lie. Yes, it has. Like <laughs> everybody who listens to the show and takes time to hear my raspy redneck hick voice <laughs> and Nick's beautiful percussion voice. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. But some of y'all who have messaged us is like <sighs> I okay. just, I don't know how seriously some of yes. these people are taking it. Yeah. We've had some very Good quali- qualified people who have yes, there responded. Have been a few. There have been a few. And here's the problem: like I just need more of y'all. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, if you knew more of you, you probably wouldn't need us <laughs> because you would already be in a relationship yeah. with the people who you who you match with. So look, this is what we're doing. We would like to do sort of a '80s '90s style dating game. We're looking for one bachelor, one bachelorette. Your sexual orientation does not matter. Uh, there's no pre-qualification as far as that's concerned. And we're just looking for somebody who is interested in getting matched up with one of three individuals who we bring in. They will be bachelorette number one, two, three, just like in the game show. You ask them some questions. You decide which one you like to go on a date with. And then we document that Are they that going date. to be present? Are, is who going to be present? The uh, one, two, and three. No, that will okay. be over the phone. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Um, so... <clears throat> The idea is to pick the person based on how they answer your questions, not based on how they look, you know? So, and what we would like to do is if you decide to go on a date with somebody, look, we'll hook you guys up, gift card to go to wherever you guys have a nice date. You let us document it. You document the before, the after. You let us know how it goes. And then we bring you back on for an update. And we see if Nick and Chris are good matchmakers or not. (laughs) Um. I'm still hopeful for this, man. It's a really good idea. Hopefully, COVID doesn't get in the way of all yeah, of these plans yeah, that yeah. we have because yeah. that is a possibility with things ramping up the way they have. But uh, we're just trying to raise the bar as far as entertainment is concerned, raise the bar as far as energy. And we're we're going to do some of the same old things still. You know, it's still same old Nick and Chris. Um, we're going to try to be positive and entertain you guys and push you in, in the right direction. Uh, we're going to also do another small business shout-out. Uh, small business freelance shout out. Anybody who's interested in being a part of that, uh, please reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And speaking of small businesses, we've also offered up an opportunity for people to advertise on our podcast. And let's be clear. <laughs> me, me and Chris have kind of gone through ebbs and flows on this. First, it was like, yeah, we want to get money. <laughs> then it was like, you know what? No, it's, it's more about the experience. But then people were like, hey, could we pay you to advertise on your podcast? You and we're like, absolutely you can. <laughs> so yes. it's not, it's something that people started asking us about. Yes. And, and when we structured it, we structured it very yes. simple. Yes, we're not going absolutely. to jeopardize the content of the show. We're not going to sit not. here for the first 10 minutes and say, <gasps> but blah, 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 to blah. those of you who have chosen to, um, to allow us to represent your company, one thing we promise you, we will represent you well. Yes. Um, if you have any concerns, obviously you can reach out to us. We are extremely accessible. But let's go ahead and mention some of those people now. Uh, Joshua Beard, my realtor, is one of them. He's sponsoring the show. Uh, we have a sponsorship from Sarah Cooligan over at the Urban Soap Bar. Thank you so much. A very good friend of ours. Banerjee Plastic Surgery is doing an affiliation program with us. Uh, if anybody is interested in getting a tune-up, uh, Banerjee Plastic Surgery is going to give you a hookup if you let them know that the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast sent you. Damn. So we are very thankful for that as well. Tattoo uh, lasers. Tattoo laser <laughs> removal. Yes. I am. They're doing the damn thing. Man, I got it. I got the experience. <laughs> I got the pictures. It's badass. Yes. It's they are doing shit. the damn thing. Uh, our good friend Lisa Davies at Energy Procurement Services, they are also sponsoring us this season. Thank you so much to Lisa. Um, this one's close to my heart, man. I don't. I, I know you don't watch professional football, okay. but right before COVID took over the world, 
there was a brand new football league called the XFL. Yes. And we had a team, the Houston Roughnecks. Yeah. And they were 5-0, and oh, and they were badass. And we were like, holy shit, fuck the Texans. Oh. We're about to win a championship. <laughs> and, like, people didn't even care. Like, we finally had a football team in Houston. Everything was going great. Yeah. And then COVID happened. Well, the running back for that team is a gentleman by the name of Marquez Williams. <laughs> I had to make sure I got his name right. Sorry, Marquez. Marquez and I have been chatting back and forth ever since they shut down because he was he would frequently go on the Roughnecks fan page and interact with everybody. Yeah. He was a super cool guy. And uh, he was just, hey, because this is a guy who got drafted into the NFL in the seventh round. So he was not guaranteed. He got drafted by the Jaguars okay. in the seventh round. So he was kind of a bubble guy in the NFL. So when he comes to Houston to play for this XFL, it's a brand new opportunity for yeah. him to play the sport that he loves. And so he's on a team that's 5-0. and oh, They're fucking badass. They got the MVP on the team. Like, everything's going good. And then just like that, it's gone. Fucking so crazy. <laughs> Fucking crazy, yeah. man. Like, so how? He oh, started wow. out to a lot of the fans on that fan page and was like, hey, I have a new business right now. It's called Pops Socks. P-O-P apostrophe S Socks. And basically, he does all these wild print socks where, like, that you would see your pops wearing. <laughs> but he's got all kinds of cool shit. And they're on badass. There, the website's yeah. badass. Yeah, they're very, very cool. And I reached out to him because usually a person in a position like that, like I know he wasn't a pro bowler or anything, but a professional football player when you, interacting. When you told me that. I was like, Yeah, he's interacting with everyday holy Joes. Shit. Like, this is just a really cool dude. Yeah. And we had many conversations before we ever got to the podcast. Just yeah. I was asking him, like, man, what was it like to be on cloud nine and then all of a sudden just like that it's yeah. gone and now you're wondering like oh my gosh i gotta move my family back because he lives in georgia yeah and they were living out here so um it was just a really unique experience yeah. man and when he told me about his company pop socks i was like fuck yeah dude hell yeah we want to be associated with you some way somehow so he also is going to set up an affiliate program uh we'll we haven't worked out all the details but we'll have a promo code that you can go on his website popsocks.com and it'll probably be something to the tune of spirit sniffers or something like that. And yeah. uh, he'll give you the hookup on some socks. So let me make sure I didn't forget anybody. I think that is the list. But if anybody else is interested in advertising, um, it's going to be very simple. You'll see as we've gone through this podcast how we're going to do it. Um, we're not going to stop and try to sell you guys something. If yeah. if we have a personal experience with one of these companies, We're like myself, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Joshua Beard, I mean, I'm going to recommend him to anybody. Yeah, uh, who's who's looking to buy or sell their home, but. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna be doing cheesy commercials or anything like that, but we want to represent these companies well. They've decided to invest in us to help us with our cause, and we just wanna we want to give it back to them, man. Dude, felt good to be back in here. Man, you ain't fucking. Oh, really playing. good to be back in here. I'm super proud. I'm looking around. Uh, it was a good first episode. None of our soundproof fell off the wall. <laughs> None of the kids busted up in here. Uh, you know, we had some lawn guys running through. That. We got to fix that. <laughs> Go ahead, YouTube. Point it out. It's right there. I know. I didn't fix it. Oh, I don't think it's in the camera. Oh. So we're good. <laughs> no worries. Disregard that. Hey, yeah, we, we hid that on purpose. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it's just it's good to be back. I'm excited about this season. We're going to have some very interesting guests uh, as soon as episode three Desiree's finally going to come in here and whip us into shape. Whew, so, I need it. <laughs> I'm Good telling Lord. you what, man. I gained We're looking one, into that. I, I gained one more fucking pound. I'm going to need a bigger chair. I'm, I'm telling you, man. And look, I was feeling good. Like, I was losing weight when we were doing audio. Yeah. And now we're on video and, like, Dude. over here looking like a blimp. <laughs> and nobody's going to believe us now. Like, sure, you were losing weight. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. But um, I think this went well. I'm extremely it. excited about this season, man. I know, I'm glad to be back in here with me you. Too. I'm glad you're not on the phone. Whew, Hopefully, we f- don't have to do that shit again. That was I'm. Mm, we're not <laughs> doing that again. We'll wear a mask and fucking. I'll get a big old <laughs> nice shield right here. Yeah, absolutely. So, like we said before, to all of the returning spirit sniffers, thank you so much for all of your support. Um, I promise you, this year I'm not going to be hounding you about the listens. I'm going to try my best to ignore it. But I saw you guys. You were out there. We had not done an episode in two months, and y'all were still kicking for yep. us. So we appreciate it so much. And to all the newcomers, welcome. Uh, this is your podcast. It is for the people, by the people. Please get involved with us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Chris, we now have a TikTok and a Snapchat. Damn, look at you go. 
And I'm looking for anyone who would like to be a social media coordinator because <laughs> I don't know jack shit about either one of those. But we're going to we're going to get out there. We want to make ourselves more available to all of you. We want to be on the platforms that you're on. Yep. And uh, we want you guys to feel like you're part of the fam because you are. All right, man. Uh, once again, thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to all of our listeners. We will see you guys in a week. I am Nick Stevenson. And my name is Chris Clark. And we'll see you all next time. Good night, brother. You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast with Nick and Chris. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.